the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Inspiration. I can do anything. Education. And application. Oh boy, this is going to be good. Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Keeping us out of the water hazard with some truth therapy. And teeing up solutions for today's big issues. Here's your life caddy, Mr. Scott B. Black. Welcome to the world of Mr. Black. I am he, you are you, and the time is now for Like It Matters Radio. This is where we're living live, Like It Matters. And, you know, one of my biggest pet peeves in life uh, is when people don't listen. You know, if you haven't figured it out yet, I'm uh, I'm on an audio, right? I'm an audio type of guy, right? We're on the radio. We do Like It Matters Radio. Uh, I'm uh, My leadership training is pretty intensive. I talk for hours at a time. So I'm a very auditory type of guy. I process the world by how things sound and how things feel. There's a kinesthetic flair to me as well. But, you know, the good book uh, tells uh, us men that men, we are called to love our wives like Christ loved the church. And I always tell people, in case you don't know what that means, that means even when they're not lovable, man. Yep. I know it's hard to believe, right? But even when they're not lovable, uh, we are called to love our wives because why? That's how God loved us, right? I mean, I think it's Romans uh, what, 5, 8, uh, that God demonstrated his love for us, that while we were still sinners, uh, God died for us. So uh, we love our wives like Christ loved the church. But you know what's interesting? Women are told something a little bit different. Women are told by daddy to respect your husbands. Now, that might seem different, but it's really very similar. See, ladies, if you care to know to a man, respect is love. And so you cannot disrespect a man and tell him you love him. Because what you're doing speaks so loudly that he's not listening to the little words that you're saying. Because a picture's worth a thousand words. And so one of the greatest ways we disrespect somebody is we don't listen to them. Even the Son of God himself, the Son of Man, Jesus said, why do you call me Lord, Lord, and not do what I say? Why, why do you say you love me and not listen to me? He says, if you love me, you would listen to me. That's a conditional statement. If A, then B. And by the way, if you understand anything about logic, and I do, uh, the same is true if not A, then not B. So if you don't listen to someone, you can't possibly love them. And if you listen to someone, it shows you uh, at least the seeds, if you will, of love. And so today I'm going to break down what we listen to. You know, if you're in the computer business, you know computers. If you're in the car business, you know cars. No matter what the vocation or what the annual salary, we're all in the people business. And it's important to know your business. And as human beings, we believe what we listen to over and over and over. And so today, I really want to go deep into this concept that I hear you. I hear you. 
And this show uh, came about, be, and this is what's great about the radio shows, because I, I just, I'm processing constantly. I'm helping people constantly. I'm counseling constantly. Uh, and I became aware uh, of the devil's little ploy against me. How does he get to me? Because this last week, it just seems I was hit a couple times. People who said they love me. People who said I changed their life 10 years ago, 20 years ago, 30 years ago. People who, who put me on a pedestal, which they should not do. And then I do one thing they don't like. And then all of a sudden, I'm the lowest piece of dirt. All of a sudden, I'm a piece of crap. All of a sudden, they'll never send anybody to me ever again. They will never recommend me ever again. I mean, it has nothing to do with the 20 years or 30 years of service I've given them, send them scripture every day, I make myself accountable, talk them to them when they lost their husband or lost their mom, lost their dad, you know, when they're suicidal, ready to put a gun to their head and pull the trigger. I talk them down from it. I get them in my class, never pay me a penny, all this over 10, 20 years. And then I do something someone doesn't like, nothing nefarious, nothing bad. And all of a sudden, I'll never send someone to you ever again. I'll never recommend you to anybody. Ah. And it hit me. It hit me because that made me so mad, and I lose it. You know, what have you done for me lately? I can cut people out of my life so quick, it was like they were never there. Trust me, people love me one day, and a week later, they never want to talk to me again, or I can't get a return phone call. So I'm used to it. But it made me think is I realize what's going on now. And I actually, for the first time, heard the devil's message. And this is where the show's going to come from. That's when we break down today. See, we have thirty to 60,000 thoughts in our head. They're called thinking. We have 34 gigabytes of information that go through our head daily. We only function at 3% of consciousness in our brain. And so I'm going to tell you right now, we don't believe reality. We believe what we listen to over and over and over. And yet a lot of people aren't even aware it's going on. There's so much chatter going on. There's so much noise going on, and people don't even hear it. And when I was thinking about this, I started thinking about September 11th. And I remember the picture of George Bush standing on the rubble uh, the World Trade Center. And it's just post. It's just a week after, a couple days after, and people are very emotional. And, and there's people making a lot of chatter, a lot of noise. He's wanting to make a speech, and he's got a blowhorn. Uh, and he, I'll never forget the words. I, I remember him saying something to the effect of, I hear you. The whole world hears you. I don't remember what it was. But as soon as I thought about what the devil was saying in my head, I thought about this. And I asked John if he could find that clip. And uh, our producer, John, why don't you go ahead and drop that clip now, John? I want you all to know that America today, America today is on bended knee in prayer for the people whose lives were lost here. Amen. 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 Man, you know, even with the, the lowness of that, you know, America forever changed. But I tell you, at that moment, we were proud to be Americans. Can you believe that was only 2001? Can you believe that? That was 20 years ago. 
And now look how divided we've become. We've di become divided as our families. We've become divided in our communities. We've become divided in our homes. We've di become divided in our hearts, in our heads. We now have the most, probably the most racist president in 100 years teaching people it's okay to be racist as long as you're the right type of racist. The hatred where he basically calls out national audience and tells that 40% of the country are evil, are a threat against America. You gotta realize that the message we're hearing, this is important because there's an information overload going on and it's breaking us. Fast Company uh, shared an article in 2015 that we created a whole world with 300 exabytes of human information. Can you believe that? 300 exabytes. Now, I never knew what an exabyte was. So I want to know, what's an exabyte? You know what an exabyte is? An exabyte is 1,024 times larger than a petabyte. But you know what? I didn't know what a petabyte was. And so I had to find out what a petabyte was. And so you know what? There are 1,024 terabytes in a petabyte. Like, oh my gosh. What's a terabyte? And so then I had to find out what's a terabyte. And in a terabyte, there's 1,024 gigabytes. Ah, finally. A word I know. Gigabytes. The human brain is loaded daily with 34 gigabytes of information. But in this world, there is 300 exabytes of human-made information. And how do you process it all? And so, ladies and gentlemen, confusion goes bye-bye today because today we're going to go inside. We're going to talk about what are you listening to because you are a product of your environment. And the greatest environment we have is what happens in our head because whether you share your bed with anybody else, we all have to sleep with ourselves. And the question today is this. Do you like the company you keep in the quietness of your mind? Because I hear you. I'm black. We'll be right back. Leadership Awakening impacts even the seasoned pros. Take a listen to these comments from Kevin, who recently attended Leadership Awakening. I've struggled with a lot of things. I've been in so many different trainings, followed Tony Robbins, John Maxwell, all these great self-development gurus, but I have never went through a training as difficult and as intense as that 48 hours that we went through. What we went through was absolutely amazing, and I'd love to share it with as many people as I could. I kept being told on how intense this training was going to be, that it was going to be difficult. And I mean, I've walked on hot fire. I've broken arrows. I've walked on glass. I've done so many things. I thought, how hard could this be? Well, the number one thing that I gained from Leadership Awakening was another level of awareness. If you're ready to go to another level of awareness, go to likeitmatters.net and click on Schedule to register for the next Leadership Awakening class in Minneapolis, December 1st through the 3rd. That's likeitmatters.net. Salmon fishing in Alaska, at an amusement park in Green Bay, or taking a stroll through Loring Park. We're where you are. Listen to Freedom 1570 at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. 
C.S. Lewis once said, education without values seems to make man a more clever devil. A Christian education is the solution to this problem and can be yours for half price for your child's first year. TwinCitiesTuitions.com and area schools are working together to make this a reality for families just like yours. Now you can equip your child with the knowledge and moral foundation needed for them to make an impact in today's world. To see the full list of participating half-off tuition institutions, go to TwinCitiesTuitions.com. That's TwinCitiesTuitions.com. Salem Surround partners with your business to deliver custom digital marketing solutions. Surround your target audience wherever they engage, search, surf, socialize, or review to keep your business top of mind. Learn more at Minneapolis.SalemSurround.com. When I attended the Leadership Awakening Workshop, I didn't know what to expect, but I was open. The tools taught at Leadership Awakening helped me discover things about myself that were holding me back from being all God created me to be. Providential? That word coins these life-changing classes because I now realize there are works God has already created for me to walk in, and these workshops helped me to see this more clearly. I received practical insights that I am already applying to be a more focused businesswoman, influential mom to my two teenagers, an eight-and-a-half-year-old son, and patient and passionate wife. I got rid of a lot of clutter in my head. BS, they call it, belief systems that were not serving me. If you want to know what it means to empower others instead of trying to control them, if you want to build a productive team in two days, if you want to press the reset button in your life and give yourself a fresh new beginning, then do yourself and your family a favor and attend the next Leadership Awakening. It's time the giant in you comes alive. Leadership Awakening is coming to a location near you. Details at likeitmatters.net. That's likeitmatters.net. Can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? You know, there is so much information going through our heads. And today we're talking about what are you listening to? Because it really dictates your reality. Remember, nobody responds to reality. Uh, We respond to our map of reality. Now, some of you think I just said that there is no reality. Oh, he's one of those weirdos. I didn't say that at all. This is part of the problem. We make up stuff all the time that people didn't say. And then we miss people all the time that people do say. Why? Because we're totally unconscious creatures. We only use 3 to 5% of our brain. Before the break, I'm going to share this data again because I think it's important to hear. And this was from Fast Company about seven years ago. 
they talked about how much human-made information is in the world. 300 exabytes of human-made information. That's just stunning. And by the way, uh, you know, think about all the stuff we made, how, how intelligent we are, how powerful we are, and how we can make so many incredible things, the tallest skyscrapers, the secret planes, and all this incredible stuff. Do you realize when you get to heaven that there will be nothing in heaven at all man-made except for one thing? Now, I want you to think about this. We've created 300 exabytes of human-made information. And in heaven, eternity, there will not be a single thing made by man except for one thing. Do you know what that one thing that we'll experience in heaven that was created by man, where there will be nothing else in heaven created by man? You know what it is? The scars on Jesus. So we can see how much our God loved us, that he sent his son to live in our shoes, to walk a mile in our moccasins, to understand our pain, to understand our struggles, to live a perfect life, and then to become sin, not just to take on our sin, not just to cover our sin, propitiate. He, covered, he, he removed it. And so I want you to think about all the information out there and nothing of that's going to be in heaven. 300 exabytes of human-made information, right? That's a lot. And then so, again, I, before and I broke it down, I, I like to know stuff. So I want to know what's an exabyte. And I found out that an exabyte is 1,024 times larger than a petabyte. Well, that's cool. But I don't know what a petabyte is either. So I looked up petabyte. And then I found out there are 1,024 terabytes in a petabyte. But guess what? I don't know what a terabyte is either. And so I had to find out what a terabyte is. And it's equal to 1,000 gigabytes. Finally, a word I understand. And by the way, we said before that the human brain is loaded daily with 34 gigabytes of information. That's a lot of information. But let me remind you of what a terabyte is, which is one one millionth of an exabyte. A terabyte is the equivalent of 1,000 gigabytes. So you got to get that. I'm sorry. Uh, There are 1,024 terabytes or 1 million gigabytes in a petabyte. 1 million gigabytes in a petabyte. Remember, 34 gigabytes of information. That's what we go through our head in a day. But there are 1 million (laughs) terabytes, right? And there's 1,000 of those uh, in a petabyte, and there's a thousand of those to make an exabyte. You got my point? That's how much information. See, the deluge of information in modern times by the media, other information sources, we're, we're daily bombarded. The average human brain gets so much information, which would overload even a powerful computer. And this is according to U.S. scientific research. The study conducted by researchers at University of California, San Diego, under Roger Bond, according to the British London, uh, Times of London, and the Telegraph believes that people are every day inundated with the equivalent amount of 34 gigabytes of information. The study has been conducted a few years ago, so we're sure the number is much bigger. And this was in, I think, 2018. Through mobile phones, online entertainment services, internet, electronic mail, television, radio, newspapers, books, social media, people receive every day about 105,000 words or 23 words per second. Isn't that incredible? 23 words per, per second in half a day. 
although people cannot really read those 1,000, 105,000 words each day, this is the real number estimated to be reaching the human eyes and ears every day. After adding pictures, videos, games, we reach the volume of 34 gigabytes of information per day on average. The total consumption of information from television computers and other information was estimated in the U.S. to be 3.6 million gigabytes. Now, that's by itself. Now, let me remind you about epigenetics. Epigenetics, uh, Caroline Lee, Bruce Lipton, says that we have basically 30 to 60,000 thoughts per day. And on these thoughts, we're basically poisoning ourselves. This is why people have information overload. The problem is what type of information are you getting in? What are you letting in your head? Remember, we have three portals, uh, technically five portals of entry into our experience. What we're seeing, what we're hearing, what we're feeling, and what we're smelling, what we're tasting. And then you got to consider this. 10% of our lives, we have our eyes closed because of blinking. So... 10% of our time, our eyes are closed while we're awake. A third of our life, our eyes are closed. We have 30 to 60,000 thoughts per day that are distracting us. We have 34 gigabytes of information coming through our heads every day. And we only use 3 to 5% of our brain consciously as we experience everything on this planet. So this is all going on at the unconscious level. Remember, there are four levels of learning. There's unconscious incompetence where you don't know what you don't know. And then there's conscious incompetence, you know what you don't know. And then there's conscious competence, now you know what you know. And then there's mastery, what we call unconscious competence, where you don't know what you know. It's like being able to drive home after work without realizing how you drive home. But yet you stop at all the stops, you turn at all the turns, you wind up at home, and yet consciously you were somewhere else. Physically you were in that car, your body, your autonomic nervous system was running, it was doing all things, you were breathing, you were blinkering, you were braking, you were speeding, you were blinking, you were turning the wheel, all those things. But yet mentally you were somewhere else. Now I'm not talking about drug or alcohol induced, right? You got my point. And so this is why we're made with three filters, deletions, distortions, generalizations. And this is after the break, we're going to talk about this. We've got to filter out some information. God gave us three natural filters because otherwise we'd be overload. Uh, uh, we, we, it'd be too much. We wouldn't be able to process. And so part of this is what I do. I deal with the psyche of people's minds. And in that psyche, I see some dark stuff. Let me share with you a poem I wrote decades ago. A new day has dawned. My choice can be a great one. New beginning, clean slate. Something's not right. Feeling real bad before even, the, even seeing the sun. Startled upon awakening, no desire of my own. Held captive, without thought, feeling overcome, overwhelmed, dilemma unknown. I cannot move, I'm pinned to the bed. Fear the unknown, what will happen if? The force is so powerful, what to do? Questions in my head. If only I could call out for help to fight this intruder. Don't give in, disassociate. It's reality, what can I do? Again, I am the loser. Please kill me now. Don't do the unknown. The pain, the agony to be abused, defenseless in my own home. Cry out for help like it mattered if I did. Embarrassed, ashamed, a victim. Reminding me of being that scared, defensive little kid. Put a gun to my head. Stop the pain now. Sorrow, guilt, anger, resentment. All stirs like a cauldron racing through my veins. I need to get out from under this perpetuator of pains. Stop the infliction. Jesus loves me. Why do I not secure my own home? 
Does that make me insane? How do I wrestle to regain control? How do I do it? What will be different if given the chance to live, to continue my stroll? It is crazy to sleep in a crime-infested neighborhood. Look, lock the doors, keep look out. It doesn't take a genius for this to be understood. If not on this lookout, this burglar is vicious, stealing and lying, hunting, destroying. Lost are the memories, intoxicating, bitterly delicious. What could have been if innocence not lost? Missed opportunities, lost hope, stolen with the material things, and at what cost? The lies that were told to justify the action, not worthy, you deserve it, reduced me to less of a person, a minor fraction. This molester of body and mind knows no limits, altering lives, slicing and dicing. Nobody knows the real cost, a voice reduced to mere tidbits. There's only one way to combat this hurtful enemy, fierce commitment, intense focus. Choose to live and attack the attacker with a one true remedy. To know our enemy and the weakness he possesses, do battle, don't give in, choose to live, move, move beyond the limitations, the stresses. When you realize the enemy is living in your shorts, control your thoughts. What do you want? Your thoughts create reality, taking you to feelings ports. How you battle this enemy decides how big you get to play. Thoughts become actions. Actions become behavior. In the now victories, live in life like it matters, day by day. Ladies and gentlemen, between the stimulus and the response, there is a space. And in that space is your power. It is your freedom. After break, I want to give you back control, that power, and that freedom. I'm Black. We'll be right back. Take a listen to these words about Like It Matters Leadership Awakening from a recent attendee. Leadership Awakening is like nothing else. It's incomparable to any other training that I've been through, and that's executive professional communication training to, to how to hold a fork. It, the, the Leadership Awakening is a deep mental experience where I was forced to challenge my mind in a way that I've never been challenged before and it's there's nothing like it there's 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 no way to explain it with words you have to experience it leadership awakening change your heart change your mind change your life go to likeitmatters.net slash schedule for the next leadership awakening it's not only changing lives it's saving lives that's likeitmatters.net slash schedule As a former congressman and the ranking member of the Judiciary Committee of the U.S. House of Representatives, Doug Collins knows what it means to fight for what he believes. And on every episode of the Doug Collins podcast, he'll explore all topics from politics to life advice and blend them together for a well-rounded discussion that you can use to get the most out of your life. The Doug Collins podcast. Subscribe today on Apple, Google, Spotify, and at SalemPodcastNetwork.com. Our U.S. medical system is the world's best for trauma. It can also extend our final years, even if we're in a sad state. But the system is just not good at keeping us in balance and preventing disease. I'm certified clinical nutritionist Marty Whittigan. On Healthy by Nature, our experts help you feel your best and stay healthy. 
visit our health library on healthybynatureshow.com. Healthy by Nature, Saturdays at 8 a.m. on Freedom 1570. We are all in the construction business, constructing memories, relationships, new ideas, and a legacy that will outlive us. Life is best imagined as a construction project. At Like It Matters, we craft tools and teach you how to use them. Mr. Black has a bevy of tools to help you build your life into your dream. One of those tools is individual life counseling. The best analogy is a life caddy, because sometimes you just need another set of eyes. A second tool, books by Mr. Black, always opening up your mind. Third, workshops, where we teach people how they work and how to function at a higher level. And don't forget the daily radio show, Like It Matters, at 11 a.m. on Freedom 1570. Nice job. That's it for today. Wrap it up. Contact Mr. Black at mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Building a better you today. Likeitmatters.net. Helping people live their lives like they matter. That's mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Discover the tools to build your relationships, your vision, and your life. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. And when I say education, I'm not just schooling you people. I'm using Albert Einstein's concept of education. Albert Einstein said he did not believe that education was learning of mere facts and figures. The rote study of something to pass a test. That's what some of you think education is. You get your certificate, you get your piece of paper, uh, and then you go off and you sell cars or you go off and work at a, uh, as a restaurant or something. But that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about it's the training of the mind to think. Our power is our ability to control what happens between the stimulus and the response. And I'm going to be honest with you. We need to be better stewards of what we allow in our experience. Uh, you need to turn off the news. You need to limit your news feed and get it from as much of a neutral source as you can. Turn off CNN, MSNBC, ABC, NBC. Those are hateful. They're racist. They're teaching you to hate. They're teaching you to keep a record wrong. Uh, they're giving you lies, propaganda. Look up Joseph Goebbels. Um, you know, it's it's just true. It's You're being programmed. And whether you want to admit it or not, whether you like it or not, whether you think it's fair or not, all that's aside. We are programmed creatures. By the time a child is five years old, the majority of their map of reality is in place. You were programmed by your family of origin. And now that experience of your family of origin is either driving you to be somebody or driving you to never be somebody. See, the base drivers are, are you're either moving towards something or you're moving away from something. You're either were stirred up and your mom and dad and people in your young life gave you examples of what a family is, what value is, what, what you are. Uh, and now you're going out there to create great things to live your life like it matters. But some of you, however, you were given the antithesis. You were given hell like I was given. You were given something you never would wish on your worst enemies. You were given something that you didn't enjoy, something that you felt sorry about, something that you claimed victim status for for a little while. But then you learned that pain creates a chasm for joy to fill up. That you're going through what you went through could be used in some way, some form, for better instead of for bitter. See, we're all at choice. And, you know, when Jesus talked a lot, he talked in parables. And people always wonder, why did you talk in parables? And, you know, a parable, and he, and he, the reason why is he wanted only his children to understand them. He actually hid things. 
why do you think the angelic battle? Why do you think uh, he did not want everybody to know how he was going to redeem mankind on the cross? Where he put it in the Old Testament, but it was spread around, and you had to be looking for it, and you had to have the guidance of the Holy Spirit to see it. And so certain things are withheld for a certain reason. And God gives us free will and allows us to go through things because he's a just God. And so what I like to do is talk like Jesus did a lot. In parables and stories, there's so much learning. Your brain processes stories so much different than anything else. It's like a nut. It's a nutrient dense. That's what a nut is. There's a whole bunch of nutrients packed in that little nut. I love nuts. If you remember Yule Gibbons, Yule Gibbons must have been in my genetic line somewhere. Because I love nuts, I love berries, I love meat, don't get me wrong. Uh, but if I had to live without meat and nuts and berries, I could do that, man. And so I love nuts. Nuts are nutrient-dense. There's a lot of good stuff packed in that little punch of a nut. Uh, and that's, to me, what stories are. There's, it's a multidimensional abacus, if you will, with levels of learning, levels of meaning. That's why Jesus talked, because it takes your heart. You've got a desire to unpack it. You've got a desire to figure it out. You've got a desire to know the mystery. When was the last time you hungered and thirsted for anything but food and water? Husbands. When was the last time you hungered and thirsted for your wife? And I'm not talking about just physically sexual, uh, you know. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about her presence. I'm talking about just her words, just her smell, just the touch. When was the last time you hungered or thirsted for changing someone's life? When was the last time you hungered and thirsted for more of God, for more of his word? See, I love those two words, because if you put that on, hunger and thirst, my mouth gets dry. My stomach starts growling. Let me ask you, outside of food, outside of animalistic things, food, sex, survival, outside of those things, what have you hungered and thirsted for? And if you can't give me a clear answer right off the top of your head, something that's not about you, then can I suggest that you need to clean up what's going on in your head, what you're listening to? And so the cool thing about a parable is what a parable does. Para means to come beside. That's what the word means, P-A-R-A. -A. Para means to come beside. So a parable, see, parable. So what you do is you take something you know, and you lay it next to something else you don't know, and you connect the two, and it basically transfers that understanding. That's what a parable does. That's why stories work well. That's why metaphors, analogies. You know, I joke around a lot. If I was a superhero, I'd be metaphor mad because I love a good metaphor. And so I, I saw this, this story, and it's from uh, World Geography or whoever the Atlas people are, Rand McNally or whatever, just these little spiffs they send out every once in a while. And it says, five ways maps have warped your view of the world. Isn't that, have you ever thought about that? That you get this printed map of this globe, and yet it, it's not accurate. And yet your perception, your belief on how the geography of the world is laid out is based on that. And so here's the article. It says, for the most part, we tend to trust information that we get from educational settings and resources around us. This is particularly true when we see the same images over and over again. Listen, forget that we're talking about a map now. Just listen to the science behind it. 
There's a particular truth when we see the same images over and over again, which is a sign that there is agreement among experts on the topic. Such is the case of the Mercator projection map. Mercator projection map. A two-dimensional representation of Earth geography created by 16th century Flemish cartographer Gerardus Mercator. Mercator's famous projection map was created in 1569 and it has had a lasting influence on in how we view the world. Ready for this? Unfortunately, a two-dimensional rendering of a three-dimensional sphere is going to have some distortions. This is what I keep telling you about you. No one responds to reality. We respond to our map of reality. And the map is not the territory. I go in my class. It's intense. It's structured. I change your life in 48 days. You should go to it. Go to likeitmatters.net. Sign up. October 13th and 15th, we're in Vegas. We still got seats. November 10th to 12th, we're in Dallas-Fort Worth. We still got seats. December 1 through 3, we're in Minneapolis-St. Paul for the f last class of our year. We still got seats. Go to likeitmatters.net. Because when you change the map, you change the reality. And I'm going to tell you right now, most people's maps are highly distorted and against them. Not in their favor, but against them. And so those distortions and the way the Mercator that Mercator chose to work within the illimitations of the transfer from one to another have warped the way many people view the world. Here's a couple of things he said. Just It's kind of cool. Africa is bigger than you think. Did you hear that? Africa is bigger than you think. If you look at most maps, Canada looms as a massive expanse of land that dwarfs many other countries and even whole continents. Set aside by side, though, the typical portrayal of Canada appears slightly larger than the typical portrayal of Africa. In reality, Africa is much, much larger than Canada, so I would have never known that. In fact, Canada would fit three times inside of Africa, but most people don't believe that because what they've seen and what they've believed over the years. And by the way, another one, most of Africa isn't in the Southern Hemisphere. The same choices that led the Mercator map to portray Africa as much smaller than it actually is also led to a distortion concerning its relative position on the globe. The Mercator map portrays Africa as primarily placed in the summer he southern hemisphere. In truth, however, Africa is roughly divided by the equator. The bulging section of western Africa uh, means that the northern hemisphere actually contains around two-thirds of the continent. Here's another one. Mexico is bigger than Alaska. While Africa and other geographical locations on the bottom half of the map got shortchanged, the land masses on the top portion got an extra size boost. One prime example of this is Alaska. On the Mercator map, Alaska looks like a massive area. The single state dwarfs many countries, including Mexico. In fact, the Mercator map makes it seem like Mexico is a tiny sliver that could easily fit inside of Alaska. While Alaska is considerable in size... The largest American state at 663,000 square miles. I don't know if anybody knew that, but Alaska is the largest in space uh, American state at 663,300 square miles. It is actually smaller than Mexico. Mexico takes up 758,450 square miles. So again, also Greenland is smaller than you think. Atlanta, uh, Antarctica is much smaller. It isn't that massive. So it, it's interesting because in this thing, the story... It shows how the size of things, and that's really what we do in our head. We make things bigger than we are. We make things smaller than we are. Things we don't want to deal with, we put off the side and we make them small. They think they don't matter until they blow up on us. And then there are these big things that we make small like they're not that big. And we just put band-aids on things. And yet that it's a big thing, and if you don't deal with it, it's going to destroy everything. And why I bring this all up 
as I told you, I had a rough week uh, last week. I was attacked by a lot of a couple people that I changed their lives over 20 years and poured into them daily through my scripture text and uh, free classes and always make myself available. And um, they don't like one thing I did. They wanted me to do something that's against my beliefs. And uh, I have a contract. I said, no, this is what we're going to do and blah, blah, blah. And because I didn't agree, right off the bat, they go, I will never, ever send somebody to ever again. I'll never refer anybody to you. Like, wow, I've, I've saved his life. I've saved his family. I was there when his mom died, when his dad. Uh, and yet, after 20-some years of our interaction and me pouring into him, one time I don't do what he wants me to do, and he'll never. And it, 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 it set me off. I had a guy, Joe Vasquez. I changed his life 20 years ago, wanted to come work for me. And then as he comes to work for me, his biggest thing is, hey, Black, I just want you to know you, you could be more. Uh, I, I want to help you become the best version of yourself. So this guy comes to work for me who's doing what I do for 30 years, who I changed his life 20 years ago, and his whole focus is how he can make me a better person. What are you doing? And it just set me off, and I figured, what makes me so mad? And I got it. At that point, I heard it. I hear you. And I heard Satan's script, and this is what he said. For the first time in my life, I heard it. This is the script that shuts me down. You're a fake you're a fraud, and you're not who you profess to be. That's my kryptonite. You're a fake, you're a fraud, you're not who you profess to be. And at that moment, I told Satan, I hear you. Today on Like It Matters Radio, we're talking about what's going on between the stimulus and the response. We'll be back in three minutes. Leadership Awakening impacts even the seasoned pros. Take a listen to these comments from Kevin, who recently attended Leadership Awakening. I've struggled with a lot of things. I've been in so many different trainings, followed Tony Robbins, John Maxwell, all these great self-development gurus, but I have never went through a training as difficult and as intense as that 48 hours that we went through. What we went through was absolutely amazing, and I'd love to share it with as many people as I could. I kept being told on how intense this training was going to be, that it was going to be difficult. I mean, I've walked on hot fire. I've broken arrows. I've walked on glass. I've done so many things. I thought, how hard could this be? Well, the number one thing that I gained from Leadership Awakening was another level of awareness. If you're ready to go to another level of awareness, go to likeitmatters.net and click on Schedule to register for the next Leadership Awakening class in Minneapolis, December 1st through the 3rd. That's likeitmatters.net. Soaking up the sun in Fiji, walking through the Sculpture Garden in Minneapolis, or standing in awe at the Grand Canyon, we're where you are. Listen to Freedom 1570 at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Johnny's Football is back on the airwaves of Freedom 1570 tomorrow as St. John's takes on Gustavus Adolphus on Family Weekend in Collegeville. Hi, I'm Mark Lewandowski. Join me along with Brian Backus and Mike and Charlie Carr for all the action. Our coverage starts at noon with the Sturz Bank pregame show and the kickoff at 1 o'clock from Clemens Stadium on the Quinlivet and Hughes Johnny Football Radio Network. St. John's against Gustavus tomorrow. Coverage starts at noon right here on Freedom 1570. The right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. BearingArms.com covers Second Amendment issues, self-defense, the latest gear, and more. That's BearingArms.com. Take a listen to this comparison of other training to Leadership Awakening. For probably two-thirds of my 
30-year law enforcement career, I spent time in supervision and management. So I've been to a lot of leadership training. Been there, done that, got the t-shirt. I went to a leadership course in California where I worked, and it's an eight-month program. I went through that program. I went back later on as a facilitator, so I, I taught leadership. What we did in class was completely different than any other leadership program that I've been through. I mean, in 48 hours of leadership training in your program, it was just, it was dynamic. It was intense. It was powerful. You know, it was, it was amazing. It was amazing. Leadership Awakening. Change your heart. Change your mind. Change your life. Go to likeitmatters.net slash schedule for the next Leadership Awakening. Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. Ladies and gentlemen, today we're talking about all the stuff that's going in our experience. What we're seeing, what we're hearing, what we're feeling, what we're smelling, what we're tasting. There's so much going on. We are overloaded, inundated, and we're being programmed. Uh, and I got to tell you, you've got to understand, if we have thirty to 60,000 thoughts per day, you know, we've got to have discernment. We've got to check into what's going on. We've got to be conscious. We've got to become aware. Most people don't know how. There's so much shiny objects, so much distraction. The number one weapon formed against us is confusion. Because when you're confused, you don't step out. When you're confused, you don't speak up. When you're confused, you don't act out. You know, and, uh, and man, there are certain times that certain things happen. I live in the battle zone. I live in the fire. I help people no matter what. I get in the trenches with them. And, man, there's so much information coming at them, and a lot of it's us. You know, when I tune into what's going on in my head, I ask myself, is that me? Is that God? Or is that the devil? Because only one of the three has any value, but in my head, they all sound like me because it's my head. But in your head, they all sound like you. So you got to have discernment. you got to check in. That's why I highly recommend journaling. And what I realized is certain times people... Uh, do something to me, and I'm just done with them. It is my red line. Uh, I done. I cut them out. I cancel them. They're gone. I move on. I don't think about them. I actually forget about them. And this happened a couple times last week because we're constantly in the last two months. I mean, uh, we've had people who are supposed to do this and support us and help us here that just back out and disappear and don't tell us. I mean, it's the battle, but spiritual. It's all spiritual. And so I, I really started praying to God, like, God, what's going on? Why? What, what happens that when I say enough's enough and I draw the line and they're done, I excommunicate them, they're done. And for the first time I heard that unconscious mantra that the devil's been saying in my ear. Now, it sounds like me. It's just thinking. I don't hear the devil's voice. It's my voice because it's in my head. But where it comes from tells me it's not from God and it really ain't my flesh. Uh, it's from my, my enemy. You're a fake. You're a fraud. You're not who you profess to be because one of my number one pet peeves is the hypocrites. I, uh, we're all hypocrites, first of all. Let me tell you, every single human being is a hypocrite because we all fall short of the glory of God. We all have one standard for everybody else. Uh, we judge them by their actions, and we have one standard for ourselves. We judge ourselves by our intent. That's why I said we don't need people marching, no justice, no peace, no justice, no peace. Well, be careful because when justice starts, comes knocking on your door, uh, you're not going to answer the door. Let's be honest. And so you got to know what's going on. You know, there's a lot of uh, presentism going on right now. Presentism is the tendency to interpret past events in terms of modern values and concepts. Uh, it doesn't work that way. 
It's taking today's map of reality and using it to judge people from 200, 300, 400, 500 years ago that had a totally different map of reality, had a different industrial complex, had a different knowledge base, had a different health standard, had a different life expectancy, had a different diet, had different mobilities, had different – oh, my gosh, everything was different. How can you use today's standards based on uh, – on, it doesn't make sense. But what is happening is it's an overindulgence of information. You're being programmed. Look, I'm just on foxdews.com right now, just with my phone. I'm scrolling with a thumb, okay? Here it is. Uh, it's mass poisoning. Former DEA official warns parents about fentanyl disguised in candy packaging. So now they're putting fentanyl in little kids' candy so they can kill little kids. And all this fentanyl has come across the board, plus 2 million uh, illegal immigrants. And yet we're supposed to say it's the Republicans' fault. Uh, how about this? And, but we're so wrapped up in changing the name for Atlanta Braves. The Atlanta Braves have to change their name because Native Americans are so insulted by the Atlanta Braves. Why, are they not doing good this year? White House roasted for suggesting potential rename for Atlanta Braves. How about this? You're not hearing about it. But in Philadelphia, Wawa Rampage. I'm watching the video of about 40 people, and they're all the same skin color, by the way. All the same skin color. I'm looking at them all. There's a camera right here. But you won't hear about it because we don't want to talk about skin color that's not white. So these people walk in Wawa, uh, and they basically ransack the store and steal. It's now a big deal. San Francisco, they're shutting down stores because people just walk in and take stuff and walk out with stuff. There's no repercussion. There's no consequence. How about this one? Nadler feuded with Schiff and Pelosi because he knew uh, that the impeachment of Donald Trump was unconstitutional. Nadler feuded with Schiff and Pelosi over unconstitutional impeachment of Donald Trump. No kidding. Uh, how about this one? Uh, new evidence contradicts key claim and burned woman's missing person report. How about this one? Columbia students react to their college being ranked worst free speech on campus. So college used to be a place of free speech. Now it's only liberal speech. How about this one? Amy Klobuchar suggests voting Democrat will help stop hurricanes. That's why we've got to win this. Because if you vote Republican, the world's going to end. The world's going to end if you do that. It's incredible. How about this one? In key midterm states, Dem voters move on from abortion, now say protecting democracy. See, they're just programmed. We're just being programmed. He talks about hate. He talks about evil. He talks racist. And he blames it all on the Republicans. And so now his sheeple, that 40% government employees, all that hardcore progressive left liberal, now their biggest fear is not that they can't get their abortion when they want. Now their biggest fear is democracy is going to fall. Isn't that incredible? Why? Because they're just programmed. They're just responding to what they're being told over and over and older by the deep state, by state-run media. Ladies and gentlemen, it's programming. It doesn't matter about politics. you got to wake up. I mean, remember the days when we used to be able to disagree? Now, North Dakota man free after admitting he mowed down Republican teen over politics. He killed this guy. Shannon Brandt posted $50,000 bail after fatally striking Kaylor Ellingston with his vehicle following political arguments. The North Dakota man who admitted to fatally striking a teenager pedestrian with his car because the pair had a political argument was released from jail with $50,000 bonds. That means he had to put up $5,000. He killed somebody. Shannon, he was drunk, too, left the scene of an accident, drunk, and then ran someone over, an 18-year-old kid, because he was a Republican. He told the, the people that he struck the pedestrian because the pedestrian was threatening him. Now it's not true. Pedestrian stated that the pedestrian called some people and Brant was afraid that they were coming to get him because Brant admitted to state radio that he hit the pedestrian and that the pedestrian was part of a Republican extremist group. 
Isn't that incredible? Now all Republicans are extremists, so you can kill them. That's what the Nazis did to the, to the Jews. You hear the same day or day later in Michigan, 83-year-old woman, grandma, great-great-grandma, passing out pro-life things. She was shot. Shot. Because we all know Republicans are evil. We all See, this is what the programming is happening. This is what you've got to get control of your head, what's going on in your head and heart. That's the biggest thing. And we've got to make sure that we step into people's map of reality. Remember, God gave us three filters. There's called deletions, distortions, generalizations. He also gave us three perceptual positions. What we need is understanding. What we need is mercy and grace. We don't need justice. If I want mercy and grace, i got to give mercy and grace. What's the problem is today is we need understanding. If I can understand you a little bit better and you can understand me a little bit better, doesn't it make sense we're in a position to have a better relationship? And so part of this is understanding what's happening between the stimulus and the response. You got to go in your head. You got to clean up your stinking thinking. There's a lot of hurt and a lot of pain from the past. Remember, transactional analysis says there's a stimulus and there's a response. That's called a communication. Now, the stimulus does not dictate the response. What happens is the mind is six times faster than we can talk. And so when someone says something or does something, we go to what we know, right? The Bible says a dog returns to his vomit. A sow, after cleaning herself, returns the mire. You can tell a man's religion in time of despair. When we're, our back's against the wall, we go to what we know. So we go to our past. We see something from the past. We say something from the past. Or we feel something based on that past, and then we respond. See, we're not responding to what the person said or did. We're responding to our personal narrative. And where's that personal narrative coming from? From all the stuff you have stored up. From all the stuff you hold on to to all the stuff that is going through your head and your heart. And that's why you gotta, you've got to see it from their point of view. You know, epigenosis is the word in the Bible. It's, I mean, it's, it's translated to know. Uh, the Greek is called epigenosis. Epi is upon and gnosis is knowledge. It means upon knowledge, better yet detailed knowledge. And one thing I want to do is help you figure out what's going on. And what's going on is you are are viewing things from your map of reality. And the problem is that's not necessarily reality. It's your map of reality. And what we talked about earlier, everybody's responding to this map of reality, but the map's not the territory. And you might have made some things in your life bigger. You might have made some big things in your life smaller that you don't think they're that big of a deal and they're a big deal. But what you got to do is have an honest evaluation. And that's hard to do by ourselves. That's why it's got to be an ongoing basis. You've got to be committed to be under construction. Working will be a little bit better today than yesterday, a little bit better tomorrow than today. You've got to get inside your head. You've got to journal. Take a look at what are you saying to yourself. Take an inventory. Journal for a week, a couple different times a day, and just journal what's going on in your head. See what's in there. Because from the overflow of the heart, the mouth speaks. And when you squeeze the sponge, the only thing that comes out of the sponge is what's in it. And how does it get in us? By what we're watching what we're doing, and what we're listening to. What we believe is what we listen to over and over and over. So be a good steward to of what you're listening to. You're under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. I am Black, reminding you, when you live your life like it matters, it does.
This is Molly Hemingway. In 2020, millions of Americans experienced the most troubling election of their lives, which is why I wrote the book Rigged, How Big Tech, the Media, and Democrats Seized Our Elections. I write about Mark Zuckerberg's efforts to take over election operations in key states, and Mark Elias, the same shadowy lawyer behind the Russia collusion hoax who reshaped elections across the country to benefit Democrats. And I examine how the coronavirus was used to force election laws designed explicitly to help their party. Remember, the same media and political establishments that orchestrated the 2020 election had tried to delegitimize Trump's 2016 victory. My book, Rigged, How the Media, Big Tech, and the Democrats Seized Our Elections, exposes the truth behind the players responsible for the 2020 power grab that destroyed the credibility of our political institutions and the press. Don't miss Molly Hemingway's book, Rigged, How the Media, Big Tech, and the Democrats Seized Our Elections, now in paperback wherever books are sold. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.